back to the Just Wondering podcast with your host, Madeline Jean. This episode is another one of my mini-series on all the other things that I'm wondering about, specifically the Enneagram. I got the opportunity to interview someone that I live with, which is super fun. So yes, this will be my second housemate to be on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to you all hearing about her discuss her journey with the Enneagram. So without further ado, let's hear from Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Oh, hello. (laughs) Welcome on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you. Kristen is awesome. She's going to be answering (laughs) some questions on Being an Enneagram 9, so this is part of my mini-series on the Enneagram, so it's a fun little conversation. I think it'll especially speak to people who are exploring the Enneagram for themselves and kind of hearing from a real-life person that's a number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the 9 is the peacemaker. Um, That's like what they are known for, so she's going to kind of go into that a little bit. Um, but also just answer a few questions that I have for her about her experience with the Enneagram and about her in general. But before we get into that, Kristen, do you want to tell us about where you grew up and kind of what brought you to Seattle? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in East Texas, um, and Jacksonville, Texas specifically, but most people don't really know where that is. It's kind of small town, so I usually just say Tyler. It's about two hours uh, east of Dallas. Um, yeah, no, west of Dallas. <laughs> uh, and then east of, like, Streetport, so pretty deep there. And then what brought me to Seattle, I moved up, like, four years ago to help out with a church in the Roosevelt Ravenna area. It's called Roots Community Church. And um, the Lord had kind of already placed on my heart Washington. And then I met this couple who were starting the church and helped them move up here for like six years ago. And that just like really affirmed and reassured like this is where the Lord has me. This is what he's placed on my heart. And so moved up and been here ever since. Awesome. Mm -hmm. What is the weather like here in comparison to Texas? Uh, it's a lot cooler here. It's a lot hotter in Texas. And I would say the seasons here are definitely more prominent. Mm. Like each season, the colors here and the plants here are just beautiful. And part of that is because it's not so hot. Yeah. (laughs) And there's rain like all year long. So, yeah. Uh, I think that was one of the biggest things was spring is incredibly beautiful Fall is equally as beautiful. Summer is beautiful. Winter is intense. Um, But, yeah, that. And not having air conditioning, that was pretty wild, actually. That was was a transition. When I first heard that, I was like, what? (laughs) How do you survive? But, yeah, um, I still question it. But, you know, (laughs) it's only like two months, so you can survive. Yeah. Yeah, not so bad. I mean, I definitely um, think about, like, every time people talk about Texas weather, I distinctly remember a Brene Brown quote where she's like, <laughs> she's from Houston, she lives in Houston, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, just every time 
you go inside, it's like ice cold, and you mm-hmm. go outside, and it's like so, 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 so humid, and you're, and she's like, and you wear linen so that your clothes don't stick to you, like, all day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever tried that, but. I haven't specifically, but <laughs> I, I 100% get it, yeah. Yeah. And, like, your hair, your hair acts totally different there, because the humidity, it's funny, because I don't style my hair at all here. Yeah. And then I'll go home, try the same thing, and my mom is like. Is that what you're, is that what you're doing today with your hair? Are you sure? I'm like, okay, well, it works for me in Seattle. <laughs> like, my normal life allows this, mom. Yeah, but the humidity of Texas does not. Oh so. my gosh, that's too funny. <laughs> um, so what has been bringing you light during quarantine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think the thing that's really brought me the most light, I remember whenever we first got, like, the quarantine label, like, it's gonna happen, stay home. Uh, I just thought, okay, how can I make the most of this time with the people that the Lord has put me around? You know, like he knew this season was going to come. He knew the people that he would have me around and there's a purpose for that. So how can I make the most of this time? And so honestly, time with the roommates, like for those who don't know, we live with what six other people. There's eight of us in this house. (laughs) So it's a fun mix of different personalities and stuff. Um, But just all the different ways that we've pressed in to make things light and fun. Like we did a fashion show. We did take your roommates to work day. We did like an Easter egg hunt. And then even just individual conversations and hangouts that I've gotten one-on-one with different roommates throughout has just been really encouraging, really fun to get to know one another better and also still going to work. Cause, yeah. um, you're just, essential. I am hashtag essential, you know, uh, <laughs> That's just been nice, too, because it's brought normalcy to a season that's not normal, and um, I just really love what I do and really enjoy my coworkers, so... Do you want to tell us what you do? Yeah, I am... (laughs) No, it's a mystery. Just keep them guessing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep people on their toes. Um, No, I'm a physical therapist assistant and work with uh, Vita Integrated Health, so it's like a company that has chiropractors, PTs, massage, acu, functional med, all together in one. So it's it's a really fun environment and um, really creative as well because you get to kind of tap all these different brains that see the body in a little bit different mm-hmm. way to help people. And uh, I love it. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's also cool to think about the fact that, like, yes, we live with a lot of people and we all do very different things very like no one is even like slightly the same as another person not even remotely um so yes Kristen is our uh resident advice giver for if you're running I'm not gonna name any names you should definitely (laughs) please stop any any aches or pains that you have or yeah questionable postures I am the go-to yes she is yeah and she definitely knows her shit so (laughs) (laughs) um so we thank you Kristen you're welcome (laughs) I'm moving kind of into the kind of overarching purpose of our conversation talking about Enneagram Mm -hmm. um I will just say I don't know if I mentioned this in my last recording with someone talking about Enneagram but um with these conversations it's really about the individual that I'm talking to's perspective and their experience with the Enneagram. Just because Kristen says something that doesn't maybe <laughs> resonate with you and you're maybe the same number as Kristen, um, that doesn't mean, you know, we all have our own experiences. So I just mm-hmm. want to make sure that 
we all know that and um, I'm just kind of trying to get individual perspectives from people so that's that um and Kristen do you kind of just want to dig in a little bit with that and talk about the Enneagram number that you most resonate with absolutely so I most resonate with Enneagram 9 and oh, what's funny is I really at first thought I was a two because I mean being in the healthcare field and things like that I've always really enjoyed helping people and come alongside people and serving in some kind of way um but it wasn't until I think my friend Heather whenever I moved here met her she's an eight and she was like telling me more about the Enneagram I hadn't really heard it till I moved to Seattle and uh that made me press into it more and kind of like Whenever it talks about your, like, core, what's your core fear, what's your mm-hmm. core needs, like, what's the motive uh, behind why you do what you do, that's when I was like, oh, I'm a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hardcore nine. And also whenever it talks about what your flaws are, like, kind of, um, whenever you're not in health, mm-hmm. what do you lean towards? And that just really resonated with me, so. yeah definitely a nine. Yeah. Yeah. And the nine, when you think about like the title that people, I mean, not people like that, it was created with the title, (laughs) the peacemaker. Um, do you think of yourself as like, that's one of your big goals to like be a peacemaker? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, for me, one of my biggest things is I want to make people feel comfortable. Mm. I want to make people feel welcomed and loved and, um, yeah, just comfortable to be who they are in whatever setting. And so with that peace, mm-hmm. like peace is just what comes to mind of someone being able to feel comfortable as them at peace. Mm-hmm. And so whatever setting or circumstance that is, like, yeah. Yeah. Peace. That's awesome. Well, it's good that you resonate with what that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you're just like, nope, actually <laughs> Um, actually, no, I'm an eight, so yeah. sorry, guys. Teaser. Um, so what is the most gratifying thing about being an Enneagram 9 for you? Well, I mean, being called a peacekeeper, <laughs> hair flip, you know, <laughs> that's pretty nice. But um, I think the thing that's most gratifying is, like, my ability to see multiple sides of something. Um, I think that makes me a decent listener. And provides people with comfort to Mm. speak Mm -hmm. that's something I've had a lot of people tell me throughout the years is like they just feel so comfortable with me to be able to be vulnerable be deep be honest about I don't know situations in their past or just certain circumstances and um, I think part of why they feel that way is because I like to listen but also hear multiple perspectives and kind of give that insight um Mm. give people that safe space like hey you're welcome here like to verbalize what you need to and then if you kind of need a little bit more shifting or perspective I can kind of help you with that yeah I think that's one of them um being easygoing I am very easygoing um (laughs) and with that it's like because I'm so easygoing, it's given me a lot of really cool experiences with people. Because they'll just randomly be like, hey, you want to go do this? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. Yeah. And a lot of my, like, 
really cool experiences and adventures and stuff have just been last minute. Yeah, let's go do this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I obviously, well, not obviously, they don't know how long we've lived together. <laughs> um, I haven't lived with Kristen for a long time. I moved into our house in um, November of 2019, so last year. Um, but since I've known Kristen, yes, she's very easygoing. Like, I definitely <laughs> realized that from a very early point, which is great to have in, like, a house of so many people, I think. Oh, mm-hmm. um, because if we were all just, like, super stubborn and, like, <laughs> not flexible at all, then that wouldn't really go so well. Oh, but it's nice no. to have, like, again, the balance of personalities, like you had mentioned before. Um, and then just being down to, like, do fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, especially because, and, like, I was going to touch on this, like, the gift that it was to, I think, all of us that were in the house, like, for quarantine. Um, I think that we definitely felt blessed in different ways. Like, I know for me, um, having all the personalities and, like, having people that, like, get it, <laughs> that's yeah. really nice. Um, but I do remember a specific time when we, like, um, speaking of, like, your adventures and, like, memories and fun things that you, like, are down to do when I was, like, hey, like, who wants to go watch the sunset with me? And, like, I can be spontaneous, like, you know, every, <laughs> I, sometimes I'm a big planner, but sometimes I like to be that way. Um, And I know that, like, Megan was down. She's one of our other roommates that we love. And um, she was down but then like Kristen wasn't sure at first but then she ended up coming and, <laughs> and I was like oh, I knew she'd come I knew I'd um but I was really glad like that evening was definitely one of my highlights I think of mm. of quarantine with our house yeah. um because first of all it wasn't planned which you know those could be really <laughs> awesome and then honestly it just really felt like um it was peaceful. Like, it was a peaceful evening. So, yeah. if I had to, like, pinpoint one thing and, like, piggyback off of what you're saying, then that would be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I went. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. I just want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like, nope, I know. <laughs> um, so, I will definitely echo, yes, she is easygoing, and you should <laughs> say that from mountaintops. It's very true. I think that's a really good quality to have um, because I know, like, I've definitely talked to coworkers over time that I've been like, um, I don't know. Like, I've just been, like, very, like, not flexible because I'm, like, really concerned on what will happen. <laughs> and then, but then opening yourself up and just, like, being okay with, like, you know, doing lots of things and, like, just, you know, putting yourself out there and, like, accepting a challenge, I think, um, in some cases is really important and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it grows you a lot. I mean, I'm not saying I'm easygoing all the time. There's definitely times where I'm like, no, I'm going to go to my room. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you're human. <laughs> but yeah. And like, but the times that I've been like, I have absolutely no idea how to do that. But yeah, definitely. I'll go. <laughs> and it's been awesome. It's been humbling because it just shows that you're not all that you're cracked up to be or what you think you are. And mm. then it also shows just the talents and skills of other people. Mm-hmm. And you get to piggyback off of that, which is like... I don't know. I love learning. And, mm-hmm. um, I think if, if you have that easygoing personality or that willingness to, you learn so much from people. Yeah. 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 Just super important. Mm-hmm. So what is the hardest thing or things for you about being an Enneagram 9? <laughs> well, I think the most obvious, uh, is conflict. Like, um, 
100% a nine on that element. Like conflict, I'm just not huge on. And if I feel like tension, I'm a feeler. Uh, I very much feel the atmosphere and environment, I guess you could say. Um, so when I feel like tensions are rising or people just aren't starting to agree, I'll either dismiss myself from that environment who I haven't been engaged <laughs> or uh, I escape. Um, and I think that's the other hard thing about a nine is like, instead of pressing into the hard things, instead of pressing into difficult situations, hard emotions, or um, dealing with the conflict, I, I'm an excellent escape artist. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize that because I can be, my body can be present with you, but my mind is, is out, it's mm -hmm. gone. And um, that's something that can be difficult. And then just speaking up, because I think for me, one of the lies that I feel uh, that I battle with regularly is that like my voice isn't important. What I have to say isn't important. Um, that my presence doesn't really matter. People don't really care about it. So um, that's another element of why I don't want to rock the boat. Because if I rock the boat, then people really don't want to. Mm. Like, well, all she does is bring conflict. Um, so I think that's been the hardest thing of a nine, but one of the cool things about the Enneagram that's brought to light of like, oh yeah, I really do wrestle and struggle with these, so I need to press into this more. Mm, so. Yeah, yeah. And also like um, declaring things like that, I think makes space for people to like, you know, bring truth. Mm-hmm. Um, to like, no, like, you know, your presence is super important. <laughs> um, which, yeah, I totally agree on the front of like, we, when we look into the Enneagram and we like figure out our numbers and like think about the things that we internalize in our internal conflicts, um, and then the things that we battle with, like you were saying every day, it's like, I was starting to think about mine too when yeah. you're talking. I was like, yep. Um, and even though mine aren't the same as yours, mine are also like so prevalent. And it's so fascinating to me. Like that's why I want people to get on board with Enneagram and like learn about it. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, I want you to like know about what like an Enneagram 9 or Enneagram 8 is feeling internally. Oh yeah. It's like so powerful. Because I wouldn't have known. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I was reading, I was reading a post last night and it was like on the Enneagram and it was like the difficult things for each number and for for mine it was what's what's an unpopular opinion that you've never told anyone mm. and are you willing to tell it and boy I felt personally attacked. <laughs> You're like oh. <laughs> I was like ooh no 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 no. <laughs> You're like, close out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, time to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when it's nine? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I I definitely, <laughs> I definitely get called out when I look at posts like that. I'm like, oh, great, okay. Yeah. Like, the challenging, I know that you definitely knew about this because, like, we were saying it all the time. Mostly me. Mostly me was saying it. Um, about <laughs> how I was, like, trying to intentionally take an hour of me time every oh, day. Yeah. And I was like... I feel like for an Enneagram 9, I don't want to, like, generalize Enneagram 9s, but the ones that I know, like, that's really easy for them to, like, have an hour of alone time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, but for me, it's like, oh, my God. Um, but it's actually been cool because 
I would definitely just recommend, yeah, pressing into those things that you're challenged <laughs> with. Because, like, me doing that, it's, like, now, maybe it's because I'm, like, working now because I wasn't before. But um, I I try to think that it's because I'm intentionally, like, having alone time. I'm, like, no, I'm going to my room and I'm just going to read. And mm-hmm. um, so I think that's honestly one of the biggest gifts of the Enneagram. You yeah. check yourself. You're, like, oh. oh absolutely. Like a checks and balance in some ways. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I was thinking now. Um, so what do you feel has been your biggest point of growth? And I know you kind of start to touch on that, but if you want to like center in on that. Yeah. Um, I would say my biggest point of growth, because I've realized <laughs> that conflict is a big area in being present, like slothfulness one of the things that Jason yeah. is one of them um I press into that more because also one of the lies personally that I believe is like well if I disagree with someone then that's gonna make our relationship not as good you know mm. or uh if we have conflict are we really gonna be able to get over it and still have a good friendship or is it always gonna be there and that's just totally not true because if you truly love someone like in the same way like parents truly love their kids they'll speak truth to them hard truth and there's like punishments and repercussions but it's all for growth and I think that's the same it grows into me intimacy and it grows trust and with the friendships that I've pressed into conflict with those have been like the deepest friendships I've had because then we trust each other more to like oh you're gonna like (laughs) speak the hard truth whenever I need to hear it yeah um or call me out or challenge my perspective and so Pressing into conflict has been a big one and like being more quick to do it instead of letting things just permeate and build up to where I explode because that's another element of me is that I just let things simmer until the water boils and then it explodes on everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then being present like instead of a moment that I get uncomfortable pulling away and being like, hey, I'm going to go to my room or I'm just going to sleep try to sleep away my emotions. I'm a big napper. You can ask anyone. Naps. She's blessed. Naps for days. She's blessed and falling asleep. Yes. <laughs> um, but, like, instead of going to that escape route, just being more present, and, and even bringing people into it, honestly. Like, I think I've told um, a handful of people in the house, like, if you see me napping a lot, I'm not okay. Yeah. If I'm if I'm just doing one nap a day is okay. <laughs> But if I'm in my room for hours or I'm just sleeping the day away, I'm not emotionally healthy and at a good spot. And that's something that the Enneagrams kind of helped me realize mm-hmm. of, like, this is my route of escape. Mm-hmm. And uh, checking myself on that. If, if, if I'm going and I'm sleeping a lot or I'm pulling myself away from people a lot, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so that is actually a great little segue into something that you didn't know was going to happen. Surprise. Um, (laughs) you're like, oh no, no. um, I swear it's like short and not too bad. Um, but I was just going to mention that I think, um, how do I word this exactly? I feel like you set a really strong example in our house of being able to, grow yourself and like be very um intentional I guess and like letting us know like okay yeah if I'm sleeping forever like you know (laughs) then you know (laughs) um and I feel like I can I can definitely remember like 
different accounts of like of where you were just being really authentic in yourself like whether it would be like conversation in the living room or obviously we have great chats in the kitchen (laughs) um but I really do appreciate that like more than you know I think that because like obviously like you're lived a little bit more life than I have not by much but like I definitely look up to you with like a lot of those things because I think that it's important to um be your true self and let people in and be intentional about who you are and how you are furthering yourself and I think that you do a really really good job of that so I I really do want you to know that and I guess everyone else too (laughs) Um, but yeah so I think just keep it up because it's you know maybe it's inspiring more people than you know (laughs) um and I think as a nine sometimes I just I have a couple other really close friends that are nines and I, I think of them too and I think that um one of the things that they have said is like yeah having conflict with people is like not anything I want (laughs) but then watching the two people I'm thinking about and then you like have this shift it's been like the coolest thing because it's like I can tell that you are actively trying to further yourself Mm -hmm. and you as a person and like really like digging deep down to do it um and like an instance of like those moments like just a broad example could be like if you were um like at in a work situation and Mm -hmm. like someone said something that you disagree with or it's been like a reoccurring thing and like instead of like um letting it like go on for years and years (laughs) you're like actually I'm gonna like say something and like this is how I'm gonna say it or you know what do you guys think like seeing like all three of you nines I'm thinking of like (laughs) say something in some sort of form like, or some form of that has been really, really cool. Like, I think that's probably my favorite thing um, in terms of, like, growth with the Enneagram is, like, seeing people, like, learn about themselves, take the time to do the hard work, and then actually go mm-hmm. out and do it. Yeah. Um. So thanks for doing that. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> wow. Um, and then... How does your faith intertwine with the Enneagram? We've been talking about God, of course, like Jesus yeah. comes up and everything. Jesus. Um, I think with the Enneagram, like one of the things that's cool is, um, I mean, you said it earlier of like the nine broad statement is like peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you look at all the different. Can I stop you for a sec? Yeah. So peacekeeper and peacemaker are different. Do you know the differences? You keep the peace, and then you make the peace. Yeah. So I was saying peacemaker. Peacemaker. But if oh. you think of yourself more as a peacekeeper, you can talk about that, too. Because I think of you as a peacemaker. Oh, wow. I feel like that's a step up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sorry. I just want to make sure that you knew that. I yeah. Yeah, that. Thanks. Um, yeah. So <laughs> with the statements, um, like the twos, like the helper... Um, those kind of things, it's, it's, it's these overarching statements that all are character traits of God. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so beautiful. Mm. And it even speaks in that of scripture of like how we're all uniquely made and given these unique gifts of someone is the helper. Someone is the, 
the preacher. Someone is the enthusiast. Um, yeah, the enthusiast, <laughs> the, the worshiper, like yeah. all these different things. And um, it all just reflects and points back to God. And then also with the Enneagram, it, with your weaknesses, um, it points to the areas that you need the Lord even more, mm-hmm. you know, that you need the light of the gospel and the truth to come in even more of holding myself accountable. Like Christ didn't pull away from conflict. I mean, he faced it head on with the Pharisees, you know, and he didn't pull away from uncomfortable situations or not being present or not speaking boldly. Um, he wasn't slothful. So things like that, that I'm like, Oh, okay. These are the areas that I can really grow in and need the Lord so much more. But then here's the way that I reflect Christ to people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. When you, when you look at it, when you have that faith element and you get to look at the Enneagram through that lens, it's, it's a beautiful way to just see God and yeah. who he is, that he encompasses all these things. Yeah. And, um, and it also gives you a little bit of joy to see that in your other friends, like who are the other things. Like I think my friend Heather, like she's a strong eight, <laughs> strong eight. And, um, and eight is the asserter for you all that mm-hmm. don't know. And she, I love her so much. And she always challenged me, which is great, you know. And I got to, I challenged her as well. But um, she's so passionate, and she just has a fierceness about her, and a, and a, a strength that reflects Christ so well, mm-hmm. and like a justice mindset mm-hmm. too. Like she's just so strong and powerful and like really seeks to try to do justice and speaks boldly and yeah it just is such a strong reflection of the lord in that like the lion of judah you know mm-hmm. the fact that scripture talks about him being a lion it's mm-hmm. like that strength and that power and that boldness so yeah yeah that's awesome <laughs> that's really cool because i i was wondering um what your perspective would be on that and what you thought about that because mm-hmm. i was like like i was like how do everyone's like different faiths like intertwine with the Enneagram it's like always a different answer which I just I love yeah. <laughs> no one can see me I just like clenched my fist from excitement I don't really know what that is about um are you ready for your rapid fire oh questions let's go <laughs> oh, that's so funny okay um what is your favorite type of dog well, Golden Retriever is the first one that comes to mind, so I guess that. Golden Retriever. <laughs> awesome. Um, what's your favorite season? Mm, fall. The colors. Mm-hmm. Part of it, fall is my answer. Fall is my okay, answer. fall is my answer. <laughs> but I think the reason why, like, spring here is just so incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. But the spring in Texas just isn't the same, but fall is. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, it's just great. I mean, you get that cool breeze and those colors. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Football's coming. Yeah. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, gosh. Ooh. I don't know the answer to that one because I don't feel like I've experienced the world enough to know. Mm. Um, but I will say I thoroughly enjoyed New Zealand. Yeah. When I went and visited there. Um, and... I've been interested to visit, like, um, Scotland, hmm. those kind of places, but I, th- I think, I'm going to say New Zealand, just because 
that's where I've, that's where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have never been to New Zealand, so I wouldn't be able to be like, yeah, me too. But yeah. I think that's great. <laughs> My coworker Vin's probably gonna be like, yeah, he's from New Zealand. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Wow. Okay, that's like game changing. I don't know. I'm like, wow. We should probably <laughs> talk there more about go. that. No, yeah. um, that's really cool though. I love having co-workers from other places in mm. like even the world I mean obviously like, Rachel's from Australia we're not yeah. co-workers right now but that's how we met and like it's really fun like hearing them say like words that you're like does he do that oh like, yeah like, awesome. what awesome <laughs> it's funny because whenever I first started working there people made fun of him for it and they were like a it's really loud <laughs> and then b they're like the way he says awesome just wait for it and then yeah he's like awesome <laughs> But what's really cool is, like, a lot of my coworkers have, like, different backgrounds and cultural backgrounds and stuff. And so that's been really cool. That's like awesome. A, it's like a melting pot. Yeah. And I'm just soaking up as much as I can, not only educationally, but culturally, just, like, eating it up. You're like, <laughs> yes, and yeah. writing your bucket list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teach me more. Tell me more. This is where I'm going next. Um, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What is your favorite movie? Of all time. Oh, gosh. That's a tough one. This is supposed to be rapid fire. <laughs> Welcome to an indecisive nine, my friend. <laughs> um, While she's thinking, I will tell you that me and one of our other roommates gave her a lot of rapid fire questions a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like testing me out. Yeah, to prepare her for right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm having a mental block. So the, the thing that's coming to mind is like... I don't know. Multiple things are, uh, like, Tangled and Coco. Those are the two movies that right now, I can just put those bad boys on repeat. Yeah. Coco is amazing. Coco's so good. All the colors, the music, like, it's so good. I'm just like gonna start singing if I don't stop now. But Mm -hmm. yes, I love Coco too. Thank you for. Answering my rapid fire questions <laughs> and thank you for agreeing to be on my podcast mini series. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for asking me. This was fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a cute little time. Oh, yeah. In our other roommate's is. room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Kristen. Mm-hmm. We will never be able to maintain peace within the outer world until we can maintain peace within ourselves. The 14th Dalai Lama.